guys. Welcome Hi. to our very first episode. Um, my name is Elizabeth. And my name is Sajo. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like you were in kindergarten and had to introduce yourself. Yeah, I know. That's always how I feel. I hate introducing myself. Even though Remember I- when I asked you to not move on the couch for our sound like literally one second ago? I'll try not to move. I'm sorry. <laughs> once again, you're like in kindergarten being punished. Yeah. Making me feel like that. <laughs> now I hear like church bells in the background. This is off to an amazing start. Wow. Should we redo it or should we just keep no, going it's fine. with this? Start? Natural. But this is there is something that's too natural. You also don't like fart next to your boyfriend. Farting and <laughs> church bells are not the same. You don't fart next to your boyfriend. No, yo. I just don't do that in general. <laughs> No, but I I don't understand like those relationships where you just like show everything and yeah. ev- no why not keep some mystery I also mystery about like natural bodily things? functions yes I also don't want to be showering while my boyfriend is like taking like a dump in the toilet next <laughs> <to me. laughs> okay <laughs> that's you <laughs> that's fine for you it depends on no not not if he's taking a dump because that's horrible <laughs> so if you you would take it smells different like guys. This smells horrible. Like, Sancho, you would sit on the toilet next to your boyfriend showering and you would like... If he doesn't hear it, take a dump. Okay, depends on how comfortable Oh my feels. god, this is too comfortable. I don't I don't care what you're saying. Like, uh, honestly, yeah. So, Sancho, do you have a relationship now? <laughs> I think this is why you're single. <laughs> no, no. Basically uh, what I was trying to say. I know that's not the truth. Everyone okay. listening, that's not, a, that's not the reason why she's it's single. It's worse things. <laughs> <laughs> but this is very interesting i did not know that about you anyway this was actually supposed to be the intro to our uh, new How podcast so good to know that that's what you would like to introduce yourself with so so everyone my name is elizabeth and i don't do those things this is sajo and she sees no issue in i i really doing a number two next to your partner maybe showering just, maybe i'm just saying it like that i don't remember doing it let me just think. Sure, like backtrack. Let me really think, but I don't. Oh, I have such a funny story. Yes, please tell us. A few years ago, oh, that was so funny. I could. Is this cry. something like with toilets or? Yes. So oh, a few okay. years ago, uh, I went to. If my friend listens, she will know. Poor baby. How <laughs> Um. So a few years ago, I went to uh, Milan, mm-hmm. uh, because my friend, a friend of mine, was having um, uh, uh, how do you say it? Like Erasmus. Yeah, she was an exchange, exchange student. student. Yes, um, in Milan for like six months. So I went to visit her, and uh, she, she she was sharing an apartment with. Um, I hope she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't hear this. <laughs> I hope she was sharing an apartment with another girl. Okay. And it was like around her birthday that we went there because we were going to go out. Okay, girls getting ready, like you know, one bathroom as in toilets. Oh my and god! Shower. Yes. And her roommates. <laughs> <laughs> she really took a shit like wow. di- diarrhea level oh my while god while my friend was taking a shower but the thing is i know my friend and she's like uber disgusted by stuff like that like <laughs> and me and my other friend who were there to visit her were like dying laughing because we couldn't believe she was taking a shower like the beautiful smell of shampoo <laughs> and they had like this horrible shit smell and i know because with I the steam to... coming yeah! up <laughs> how are you dying of laughter i would die out of this because being disgusted i'm so shocked and the thing is 
I remember that and I kind of experienced it too because I went to the toilet after her and I was like, I can't believe you're taking a shower. It was all like warmed up. Yes. It was that horrible. I still can't believe it. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Because so, if it turns out like that, no. So there's like, this is the line for you. Like if it's soft, you're not going to do it next to your boyfriend. Oh, that was horrible. Oh, I can can you do the sound effect like once more? No, I'm not doing that. That's nasty. Oh, that is nasty. <laughs> oh my God, I'm having flashbacks. Oh, it was horrible. PTSD. <laughs> well, PTSD. I can't believe that she did that. I, no, I wouldn't do that. No. That's okay, not good, good okay. that we've established your boundary yeah. when it comes to shitting in front of other people. <laughs> yeah, like boyfriend is something else, but like a friend? Like that you've like been living for no, for I would rather have my friends see me do something disgusting than my boyfriend. Hundred percent. I don't know, but your boyfriend. Hundred thousand percent. But literally, look, your boyfriend. I would just no, prefer no one, but if I have to choose, your, your boyfriend knows every side of your body normally. Like, they, why they, are you they should not know every inch of my body. But they do. But, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, but your body is one thing. They don't need to experience what comes out of it. In any form or way. I would... No. I don't understand. <sighs> this is so funny. Like, I would have never expected you to be this chill about but it. But, like... So, I don't know if this, this is going to get too much for the first episode. <laughs> Please, continue. <laughs> but, like, your boyfriend... You have bodily fluids coming out of both of you guys. Right? So, you know. So, you and your friends as well. So, why do you mind it more to... Be, be doing that next to your friend i don't like listen like okay if my boyfriend is like i don't like that that's my boundary i won't do it but i also won't feel like you know like i will respect his i wouldn't be very you wouldn't be pressuring him to listen to (laughs) (laughs) yeah indeed i wouldn't mind i don't know okay maybe for an example like you're in the toilet and he has to come in to do something quickly or take something and you're like doing your thing your number two uh what's the problem i would be like wait no i'm busy i'm not coming in a second like no honestly to god i i don't know like i'm not built like that but that's no that doesn't bother me oh my god for me it's more like the smell like if it's hot because sometimes you can take a dump and it doesn't smell bad but sometimes you take a dump and it smells like a dump <laughs> Can you do the sound effect? No, I'm not doing sound effect. That's nasty. Uh, no, but that—that's that for me. It's just like ooh, interesting. And like, did you ever experience a moment in your relationship where you thought that it might bother um, your partner? Or but it grows gradually. It always, like not yeah. the first year. Like you were like first date, baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me take Imagine. you to an orchestra. <laughs> Imagine. No, no, no. But it grows, like... It and, like, not, not gonna vice versa, that was also being done Okay, like, let's go there. If yes. you're giving birth, he's not gonna watch? But giving birth is completely different. It's nasty. It's not. I was there when my mom gave birth. Oh! Yeah. I could... That's a story for another time. But <laughs> I rather see... But I, I, I also don't mind, like, looking at operations and stuff like that. But that, to me, is completely different than, you know, pee and poo. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I like it's a baby coming out of you that's, with blood. That's don't, the only don't thing. Don't go there with me. That's so nasty for me. That is, birth how is, is so nasty to me because it's like that I'm, is I'm so much less disgusting. Scared. Okay, but are you scared or do I'm, you find I it disgusting? Want, I found it disgusting. I found it scary. Like I, I don't even know how to. But like, what do you find disgusting? It's like blood. If you cut your finger, but I also think like pure blood is nasty. <laughs> like who wants to see that? Like the things that come out. Oh, but, maybe, 
<laughs> so you don't mind the poo that comes out during birth, by the way. A I lot know, of times. I, I know. I know that poo comes out during birth. No, I, think... I don't. <laughs> so a lot of times women uh, poo on like the yeah. delivery table. Yeah. But I think you poo much more easier, uh, much more easily, I mean, when you're on the table. Like, oh, yeah. Flat. Okay. I don't know I, why. I, 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 like, think of it. If the position... To, but does it have to do with pushing because it's about the muscles? It's the same muscles that you use to push the baby out and the same muscle that you use to push... Your poo out. That's why you don't feel the difference. Yeah, but because mostly, like women, what I also know is that when their water is almost going to break, yeah, they always like, like I feel like I need to take a, a dump, so they go to the toilet and they're like, "Oops, no, it's water that came out oh, because wow. they push." I you didn't know? know that. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same. It's the same muscle. Yeah, okay, that's that why sense. they don't. But uh, still, I feel like if you're on your knees, mm-hmm. you don't have to push that hard. Also, because of gravity, I don't know if that this is actually very scientific. But in my head, it makes mm-hmm. more sense that you pull like that. It's less easier for you to pull when you're on your knees than when you're on the table pushing extra hard. Mm, but that's the thing my theory. Is, I, don't I don't know, know if it, that's true. I think it just has to do with the muscle. It's the same muscle. So the same muscle you use true, to, to, to pull. Is don't you same? think that when you're laying down on the table, you need to push harder than if you're already... I don't know. I've never been through birth. Me neither. Look at us speculating. Yeah. Like, but I anyway, know. I remember that my mom did it and I was like, there is no poo. This is great. I'm going to do this. No, but normally, normally, um, as soon as your water breaks, yeah. you're not allowed to eat anymore. I don't know if you know also that. I did not know ah, that. Okay, let me... T- uh, I've experienced it through because my of the poo? because she had like... Yes, you're not allowed to... Because like... You've been saying the word empty. poo a lot. Okay. <laughs> You have to give birth on an empty stomach. And that's what I was like, God damn. Like. But what if you just ate? Because I know like... Yeah, but the... Uh, how do you say yeah. it in English? I don't know. I only know the word in French because I've always but learned tell me, French. Purigé. It's like the... They uh, induce bowel, the pregnancy? Bowel the... cleaning. Bowel... They do an ir- irrigation? Yeah. But no, they... that's not what yes, they, they do. Yes, they do. Or they give you something. Um, and... Maybe that's specific to some pregnancies. Like yeah, that. no, no, no. But they, I think they give you something to... Um, we can you can look it up, but, they but what if you're already yeah? But what if you're already halfway, like with the the baby's head almost coming yeah, out? Yeah, then it's not possible. But normally, if your water breaks, it most takes people, several hours. Yeah, they yeah. have some time. So normally, and it's also always um, most of the time your water breaks in the morning or you have contractions in the morning because the hormone that is made to make the baby come out mm-hmm. uh, is made during the night. So most of the time. So in the morning you feel it and then you can give birth like days after yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's in the morning that's funny we get, i remember that my mom told me i was born at the full moon and that that <laughs> as scientific as the hormones no but i did yeah. some research after like they say that it also does affect yeah i think um, uh, yeah it does like when a baby's born and i think that's true like because if it has like an effect on the water mm-hmm. and like uh when Maybe. it's high water and i guess low water that maybe it makes sense also that it has some effect on pregnant women only with full moon i don't know yeah. if that's true but i've i've read many reddit comments reddit comments. <laughs> about it and uh so what i was saying about it is that um so i was born during a full moon no i was born at 1 a.m so yeah it's possible but i know that the hormone is made uh, that's, at so that's from biology biology classes in high wow. school um that's why i remembered a lot of things from biology Actually, I also really like biology, but I don't remember this at all. Oh, yeah, I do remember because... So, this hormone, like, is being made at night. Yeah. And then it takes several hours, and that's why most babies are born in the morning. Yeah, that's why you have uh, your water Because the water in the, break, okay. In the morning. Wow. It's also the same hormone. I don't know if, it's, if that's... I don't know the names anymore. I don't know if it's that hormone, but the, the same hormone that is um, 
and that makes so much sense to me i remember explaining it to my mom yeah because i've experienced it like with her pregnancies the same hormone that makes you um uh, lactate like yeah the, the, the milk come out is mm-hmm. the same hormone that fixes your uterus that makes your uterus go back to place oh yeah. yeah okay and that's why people don't tell you this but like uh oh i can see in front of me like uh giving uh breasts um well, feeding, 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 yeah, feeding yeah, your breast baby with your breast, feeding, yeah. it hurts. Like you can feel it pull. Like I remember my mom. What do you mean pull? Like just yeah, not, you, you really feel like when the baby's sucking. You yeah, feel you feel your... it. You feel it like in no your. No way! I thought you meant like because of the sucking, sucking yeah. motion on the boob, you feel the boob. Yo, like yes, that it hurts. But, yes, but it is really like. So you feel your. Um, yeah, your uterus like it's like hurting. Every like, time, like you feed your. Yeah. What? And if you have a baby that like sucks hard, it's really painful. Or that has like really, a hard time. I really thought it was just because the nipple was sensitive and the baby was like gripping no. onto it. So it's also no, you the... feel it. Baby, with my mom, it was worse because she had a C-section and she has like yeah, what oh, do you call shit. it? Yeah, wounds. So it always seems like the she easier was option. Giving birth. And this is why I'm terrified of giving birth. So you were there as well. I wasn't there during birth, but I was there from the moment she gave birth to like everything so i really know like i don't take having kids or giving birth lightly because i know like i know things can go wrong i know a lot like women die in childbirth everybody's still acting like it's like an easy normal thing but actually it's a dangerous it is a dangerous thing it's very dangerous a lot of things can uh, can go wrong so maybe that's why they don't want to like they don't want to show young girls or like talk to you about it because if you would know what could go wrong in your body and everything that could tear or whatever yeah you wouldn't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) the human race would die literally like mm -mm. i'm not sure about that (laughs) i didn't even need to know about the pain they just needed to tell me like you might poo on the table i was like i'm out no kids for me (laughs) really and also like babies poo in the stomach Sajo, we don't need to talk about this. Okay, so I don't want to know there. about this. Yeah, oh, but yeah, they, that's but why but they, they have to take it out. Yeah, they have to take it out. I have a cousin of mine. But that's why their first poo it. is like black tar. Because, is it? Yeah. Oh, I want to eat it. Okay. No, like when they come out, the first the first poo they have after they come out, yeah. it's like like a very blackish yeah. tar and it does not look like poo. It just not looks horrible. Good. And it's yeah. because of all the, the things they ingest in the... In oh, okay, the, in that the I didn't know. But I yeah. did know that's mostly... Um, Towards the end of the pregnancy, babies poo. They can take a poo in the stomach and then they come out with shit. <laughs> shit. That's a nightmare too, isn't it? And then My they come out. Beautiful. And, then they, so shit. <laughs> and then they come out through a burning canal, but then their mom's poo is waiting there for and their them. And they're poo <laughs> in the urine. And extra slime. I love how this podcast was actually going to be about our 2020 year in review. And here we are talking about poo on poo on poo on the baby. You went there. Also, you know what I also read? That, you know, you can tear during childbirth. Oh, don't but then you can have like, I forgot the name, like a prolapsed something, whatever. It's like when, you know, the, 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 um, the thing between the vagina and oh, the anus is like ripped. I know. But wait, and then, you know, they fix it, but then sometimes it's not fixed well enough. And then, wait, 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 wait. And then poo can be redirected into the vagina, and then it can come out of the vagina. This is amazing. Love that. Anyway, so as I was saying, I, I, I feel like my partner should not... No, I want him in the room, but I don't... <laughs> After telling him all of this... No, but I still don't want to hear you take a shit. You can watch all this. That's beautiful. 
in American movies because they're so prudish. They always have like a, 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 a thing covering their legs when they're giving birth. And is the it, doctor is like underneath like a tent. Is it because they're prudish? No, I don't know. But oh, it, okay. se- it seems very fitting to me. Uh, and then I thought, you know, in, in movies, they always have to cover things so they don't mm-hmm. get a, a higher rating. Oh, okay. But I, once again, I don't know if that's an actual system there or if that's just a movie, movie. system. But it makes sense because here and everywhere in Europe, I've never seen or heard about like covering like a cover. Yeah. So that seems very American to do. Oh, but how? Oh, no. But this is, yeah. Okay, amazing. Also, this is uh, kind of a sidetrack and maybe not that of a, like a happy sidetrack, but talking about how childbirth is so dangerous still, it actually uh, disproportionately affects black women. Yeah, I can't believe that. Um, because... It, when they're dying in childbirth, like mm-hmm. talking about that, it's that I think doctors don't take it as seriously or they wait no, too they long. No, they don't and they're very racist and it's a problem. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, but um, it's insane that something as simple as childbirth, but in the States, I think in Europe, no, the, also, yeah, but the, the, the numbers were much higher in the States between but they don't white have, women dying in childbirth and black women dying. But they don't have numbers here. That's why in America, they have, they have numbers because like African-Americans are part of uh, yeah, yeah, American the, society, yeah, so exactly. they have numbers, but here they don't even, they're not even there. Like, it's so normal. Don't you think that in America it's just because medicine is not that good for everyone no, in general? It's, it's racist. That's scary to me. Like, for example, that um, my mom or like or like my age group, they, they've been through, but they don't know that it's racist, mm. you know, because yeah. they, don't, they don't know. Because when I hear stories, I'm like, what, what the fuck did the doctor tell you? Like, it's you like know? basically being someone being blind their entire life and thinking that's yeah, normal and then they get glasses is. and you but are like, the glasses for but them but like literally for me um I, I, that's also like a, i'm not gonna call it a goal but that's something that i do want to talk to my mom about and like with mm-hmm. other black women about their childbirth uh um, experiences ex- experiences yeah. because for example the story uh, of my of my brother for me the doctor was racist and he did not pay attention because my brother almost died Wow, okay. uh, and that's why he still has issues uh, now because, like, my mom, yeah, um, she was she, like before my brother, she had like a difficult pregnancy before the baby died, um, okay. afterwards, but with my brother, when the baby was already born, yeah, he was born oh, and died after terrible. that's another story. Anywho, yeah. yeah, childbirth thing is not nothing, <laughs> it does not sound like yeah, that's not fun. My mom really traumatized me, <laughs> yeah, um, no, but like. Normally, you don't always know the midwives because you always go to your uh, doctor and they follow yeah. you up and then the midwives are the ones who, who do it. So they just honestly just left her there. Um, yeah, they just left her there for a very long time and she was like Un- really strong. Unmanaged, yeah, but, but like not being watched. or Not being watched, but like not, um, how do you say it? Like not doing the necessary for the child to come out because he wasn't coming out. And like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, because she was like nine centimeters dilated. And it needs to be uh, eight, right? To start the process? Or, or ten. Or some, uh, not ten, but like nine, at nine you're fine. Yeah, okay. You know, but like the thing is the baby's not coming down. So you have techniques and things you need to do to get the baby, um, to get the baby out. So they weren't doing that. So the doctor thought she was finished and he was like going home and you just passed by to say hi. Like, oh, the baby's still not here. Oh <laughs> Why my... is the baby not here? Like, and it was like, what? can't you see his heart rate is going? Like, and then he was like, let's go to the operating room. And then she had a C-section. What? So she like literally was in labor from 6 eight from six And just because no one was eight, paying attention to no her. No one was just like seeing like, you know. You because no one came to check on her. They were checking, but they just were like, oh, let's just wait. Let's just wait. But like, 
if you're like nine yeah. centimeter dilated, there is no um fruchtwater, like I don't know how to say uh, it. There's no like the fluid, like yeah, yeah, like the fluid that it's inside the placenta. Yeah. Um, and you see that the baby's heart, the baby's getting tired. Yeah, and the, heart the heart rate, rate is, dropping. Is, is dropping, and the doctor has to be like, oh, <laughs> you're still here. But that's so. Weird. Do you think it's because it's negligence? It is. Yeah, it sounds like it. And do you th- like was your mom also complaining about like pains or stuff like that? And were they trying to downplay of co- it? Uh, of course. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to have this conversation with her again. But um, yeah. that's just the story that I hear her tell her friends and because always talk about how to, how the birth, uh, went. But the, just just the fact that the doctor was a bit shocked that she was still there and yeah. she was talking to the midwives like what why are you what are you guys waiting so long for like why didn't you call me like oh, there, there are signs that you should call the doctor now because if you're having a hard time um helping her give birth and you don't know what to do you call the doctor and you just don't leave it there because um, yeah the baby could have died yeah it really could have it could have died and also he was very uh heavy my brother yeah, like okay. when he was born like he was fat <laughs> but it's because also later on they found out that she had a uh, pregnancy diabetes I'm happy that I know stuff like that. And they that. only found it out after? After he gave her, like, oh, that baby's fat. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? Because my brother was, like, losing weight after he was born. Oh, wow. Instead it was of was, like, weight. five kilograms when he was born. And then he wow. started losing weight. That's, and what, 10 pounds? Yeah, that's a lot. That pounds? should be, yeah, yeah, about 10 pounds. Um, so, yeah. But wait, and experience. how... So it's also because the the gynecologist didn't follow up with your mom well also enough. The, yeah, and also because, oh, she's a bit of a bigger woman. Probably she's having a, a big baby. But it's just check yeah. stuff, you know, like really take care of. And not Because sometimes doctors, I think they have this thing like Africans or they're different. They're not completely like us, you know, mm-hmm. so they just, they're negligent. They don't think about certain things or maybe if they have a hard time explaining something, yeah, they don't try like okay, you know this person has a hard time maybe trying to uh, like understand or explain you uh, ah, yeah. as, uh, something because maybe the language but mm-hmm. whatever you're a doctor you're supposed to try yeah to even if there's a language if, barrier you, you find know? a way to so yeah of, but yeah. those are that those are the things they just they don't care like probably exaggerating or so that's one experience. Yeah, but it does show, like, I just brought up the the, um, the subject, and you immediately had an example of it, so it yeah, means that I, it's really have, just prevalent everywhere. But it is, I have, I have different insane. stories, not even only at childbirth, but, like, from different things. Like, I, I know people uh, that doctors have, like, give them racist remarks when they were, like, um, giving birth. Like, like, what? I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what she said, but it just came down to people like you, like, you know? Like, just like they talking like to them in the sense of, oh, s- stop screaming, stuff like that. Why are you exaggerating like that? Like, give, while like, you're giving what birth. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. This is insane. What? Yeah, but, yeah. But we're, what? We're, yeah. I, wow. Like zero. I want to say I cannot believe it, but I mean, like, obviously I believe it, but this is insane. Yeah, even to me, that, that, that's, they should try, they should try me. <laughs> but I, I just, I'm, I'm still shocked. And the thing is, what I found I find even more horrifying, besides the outright racism and more dangerous, is like the story you told me about your mom, like not being checked or even not things being explained properly to her, mm-hmm. is that um, that's not outright racism. I find that sometimes less dangerous, outright racism, because you know it's there. And you yeah, know what but to look for. Course. And then yeah. it's like a lot of uh, prejudice, mm-hmm. prejudice and not necessarily outright racism 
which then impacts how you view certain people, which then impacts your, but it's, com- it's like how you communicate with them. And it can literally be a matter of life and death. Yeah, but it's based on racist um, oh, stigmas that are internalized. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. If you have a prejudice about someone, it's based on what, what the image you have of that person, the image that was created about those people. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not going to say racist things, but the way you think is already uh, racist. And that impacts the way you treat those people, the way you respond to them yeah. or, or whatever. So, yeah, going to the doctor is not a, it's, yeah, it's not, how do you say it? It's, it's not something that you feel like, oh, my God. For me as a black person, like, if I go to the doctor, I, I feel like I should know stuff so that I know that if they're taking care of me correctly, you know. Yeah. And the thing is. For me, because you feel like there is a there is a chance that you would not be like informed well enough. Of course, but the thing is, but a lot of people have data um, that they underestimate you. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't mind that because I know that I know certain. And you're a woman, a young woman, also. But like for me, um, there, I know more than I'm not going to say like the average person, but but you do. So. I have a good basis. Of no, but you do. I'm sorry, it's like not. It's not conceded. Said, you know. So yeah, I I know when when someone is trying to bullshit me or or like also I have another example of a friend of mine who's mm-hmm. also um, uh, high high highly educated mm-hmm. and she was sick and she was having like a very hard time with her disease and the doctor was also being very dismissive and negligent and because she's an engineer but I didn't expect that from yeah. her because she's a person of color. Yeah. Uh, she was telling him what to do and I was like, hmm, maybe I should check like, <laughs> did, you, did you check my scan? Well, did, you did you try this? Did you try this? Did you try this? You know, so they treat you differently. Like they don't go that extra mile or like they don't really always try to make sure that you're okay. So, but you can't expect everyone to mm-hmm. be highly educated and to like make yeah, sure and also that, that the shouldn't person be an that's excuse. helping you helps you. Exactly. You know? It shouldn't only be like, oh, we need to make sure that person like is highly educated. We need to make sure we um, explain ourselves well enough because maybe she or he is highly educated and then it's worth it. No, it should always be worth it to explain something yeah, to your not, patient. But that's not the treatment that you, no. that you, uh, that you get that's, from doctors. Yeah, that's insane. But there I, are a lot of things. It's, it's a lot. I do also think you have like the double doses because you are also a woman and like in my experience... I've also had to encounter some things with doctors where I wasn't believed or my pain was like down talked because I'm a woman. And yeah. for my example now, it's like, um, like my, uh, the, the painful, uh, menstruation cramps, like it took them eight years and I had to tell them what it was because mm-hmm. everyone was saying, no, that's normal. It's normal for a girl to have pain. Mm-hmm. And but I there's do think, pain and there's pain. <laughs> yeah, and there's pain. Exactly. And they kept like down talking, like patronizing me, like, no, that's normal for a girl. I'm like, it is not fucking normal that I'm crying on the fucking floor and mm-hmm. like feeling super exhausted. Anyway, it took them eight years, which in turn um, made my disease actually worse. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that I'm not even like a woman of color. Yeah, but I'm. Well, probably in Belgium, I'm regarded as like super exotic. <laughs> but, you know. No, but I'm. I'm so you have like grateful that I'm that. yeah true but I'm also grateful that I'm I am of mostly of good health so yeah. I'm happy that I didn't like I have I don't have a lot of health issues that I don't get confronted just mental confronted. issues yeah <laughs> just crazy just a little bit um, so you weren't confronted with it a lot a lot but the stories that I hear it shocks but me. it it saddens me because it sounds like for your mom she didn't even realize that she was being no, treated differently no she doesn't know but i will i'm not, that's something that i always wanted to talk to her about or maybe do something around like 
um, because I know that there is more, but I just find it funny when they tell their stories because it's like, <sighs> you know, like how oh, they're used to being treated like shit. That's not. But great. those things are very serious. Like yeah. some things just, I would say, like affect me or hurt me a bit more than other things. But mm-hmm. like really, like some some things are innocent. Like when someone is in a position, just an, on a human level, like they can't help themselves. Like, yeah. they can do it. You're responsible for someone, and you're going to treat them like that on that level. Like, what's the matter with you? Like, to me, you're not human. Like, what's the matter with you? I can understand, like, in a position where, I, would, I don't know, for a job. Like, oh, you want something, don't want to share with another, with another what, race what, or whatever. Sorry, what, like, what? You don't if you're in a to? position that you don't want to share something with someone else, for example. But you, not when it comes to life. Oh, yeah, like, that, like medical professions yeah, and, like, you know? uh, first responders stuff like well, that please yeah, yeah stuff like that that's the stuff that i just yeah, yeah. i don't get that either but I, i'm actually quite shocked that you have so many um like examples already about the medical issue because i brought it up thinking oh, yeah. like you knew but you had an experience it yourself but it's but it's it's uh it's felt as normal like honestly it's yeah. felt as normal like racism especially here it's felt as i don't know it is such a part of our lives that wow. it's normal like it is yeah. normal and now we're like okay we should really do something about this yeah you know and especially like last year with the black lives matter movement like in the black community you can talk about your experiences and racism and stuff and we're like ha ha this happens well white people oh, you know yeah like so during like the, the protests mm-hmm. um that i thought was funny and then i thought like oh i thought it was the only one but no we all do it like it's like a bonding moment <laughs> for us. Yeah, that? It's for example when uh, when I travel, I always look up how's the racism there. What? And yeah, but it's so normal to me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going there. They don't like black people there. Like they're very openly racist. Like I'm not sure if I can go there. Wow. And I saw this you... meme and I was like, oh, <laughs> you do that too. Oh, so it's all of us we check the racism. Okay. But of course, there are places I don't want to go. Like why would I go there? Like, <laughs> wow. That, yeah, and, you see, those, those are extra steps that we would never think about because we don't feel like we, our lives are in danger when going so. Just, oh, what, so this is insane. Oh, okay, but that's so funny to. But I should have talked to my friends about it because yeah. like, I have a lot of my but, my friends are like a mixed group and they're like oh, I want to go there and I just want to answer. You know that I'm black, right? <laughs> and that, can you give an example of a place that you didn't go to because of oh, that I didn't go to felt wait. like it was racist. No, but we ask each other. Like, I know, for example, yeah. um, f- for me, like, okay, I try. Like, I just try. But, like, we know several stories. Like, oh, they went there, racist. Italy, racist. Uh, and <laughs> I was like, which, wh- where? But obviously, I know Italy is, like, the most so racist, fucking racist. Like, I have two people that I personally know that have been to Italy. Like, it's horrible. They're the, like, openly racist. Yeah. Like, even as a tourist. That's not... I-, I still went and I loved Milan and nothing, like, really happened or whatever. But I know they're racist. Um, and there's some places where I went and that I didn't feel comfortable or where or I felt I had anxiety. Like it gives mm-hmm. us anxiety. Those are part, things that you have to think about. Like that you actually go on a trip and you have anxiety because yeah. wow, like like where to the Eastern Europe? I went yeah. there. It was fun. <laughs> it does not sound like fun. No, but... it was fun because nothing happened. Oh yay! <laughs> that was a good vacation no, for you. No, no remarks. No ugly looks. No go back to your country. Like okay. <laughs> that's like Disneyland. Amazing. Yeah, nice, right? Like that's like the benchmark. We stay, we stay in the northeast. 
like wow if the people say like you're going to you're going to uh, the northwest like you're going to the east for what <laughs> what are you going to do there when wow. are you are there black people in russia in russia <laughs> what are you doing there guys no but it's a part of our lives like we're used to it yeah but it you shouldn't be used to it. Yeah, I know we shouldn't be used to it. Yeah, we should so. do something about about it, which we I think that we are, we are especially like after two thousand twenty. But I think okay, like I joke a little bit too much, but let's be serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you it's need to not, laugh. It's, I guess. Yes, yeah, of course. We make jokes about everything. We laugh about everything because otherwise, how do you even like process Hope that? With it, yeah. yeah. But there are just places that. Like I always, I always think about it. Like when I go somewhere and where you don't see a lot of people who look like you, mm-hmm. I expect racism. racism. I expect it, and if it if it doesn't happen, I'm like, wow, <laughs> it was nice here. Wow, that's so sad to hear. Honestly, it is like that. That is like a benchmark to have like a good time. Like, oh, there were no racist incidents. Like, it's. Yeah, 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 I know. This is a friend who is Jewish. Honestly, I thought that being Jewish was not a real issue anymore. And that sounds really stupid now that I've looked more into it. But Mm -hmm. I really thought so also because where we live in Antwerp, there are like lots of Jewish people. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like politicians were always speaking like Mm -hmm. about trouble with other communities and not really about um, their issues with Jewish people. So I always felt like they were highly regarded here. I didn't really understand that there's still like a big issue but anyway my friend so she's white um she was talking about like feeling unsafe and mm-hmm. i was like but what do you mean you're like who is going to come here and say things about jewish people but apparently it's like insane and mm-hmm. people are still um still treating jewish people um as secondary people in, in belgium in Belgium, really? in Antwerp, yeah. And she felt but unsafe. She okay. felt unsafe, but your story made me think of it. Like, mm-hmm. um, like she's also mentioned it kind of as a joke, but also feeling that fear. Really? That like certain areas she doesn't feel safe because she is Jewish. And where? Because I'm really trying. To well, think. the 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 place where we are, the, like the more Arab <laughs> community. But yeah, okay, I get just it. what I'm trying to say is that that is also something I never realized that is an extra step to think about. Maybe it's only something that no, passes I, your mind for one second, but it's still there. And for you, it's even like I be, I be, I, more. I believe her, and but I also understand what, what you mean because with the Jewish community, because of what happened in Europe, they're yeah. very much protected. Yeah, and also they've organized themselves and built themselves up in a way that if there's something anti-Semitic, boom, they're there, you know? Yeah. But, but like, but what, I think that what they're experiencing and feeling maybe with uh, that part is because of the whole issues in the middle, uh, the whole issue in the Middle East, like the... Um, I, I, I don't think know? that's... No, I, I, I thought so too, but oh, wait, it's wait, not wait. only that. Oh, no, sorry. I, I mean it in a way that I also um, felt it or noticed it like a few... Because like, I think politically, so yeah. I pay attention to stuff like that. I think, I believe, I'm not going to speak for them, that it's less now, but like a few years ago, mm-hmm. it was it was bad because also like I've grew, I've grew, I grew up around uh, people from of Arab or North African uh, origin mm-hmm. and you felt that like they did not like uh, Jews and were very open about it and you know, it was very much open. But I also know that in that time, mm-hmm. there were issues in the Middle East yeah. uh, with Israel and Palestine and that stuff. And that's like a very, for the North Africans, I think Arabs here, that's a painful point. But like when the issues kind of uh, settle down again, mm-hmm. it's still happening. But like it's not in the news 
and yeah. you don't hear it every day, when it settles down, you hear it less, you know? Yeah. So I can't believe that she felt unsafe because there was a time where it was very... That was very uh, there. Yeah. But the th- that's the thing also, like, um, once again, I talked to her about it and I... I dragged the Israel-Palestine conflict into the conversation and she also said, and this kind of opened my eyes, like, yeah, but this shouldn't be always part of a conversation about anti-Semitism, I cannot pronounce the word, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism yeah, um, because those things aren't always connected. It should also just be a conversation about anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism mm-hmm. without this conflict being dragged into it because we're people who live here, nothing to do with there, and the level of hate we experience doesn't always have to do with that conflict. And then yeah. and then I started paying attention to like um, incidents that happened and I didn't even really make the news. Like for example, that they were on the train, not her, but like mm-hmm. Jewish people on the train, they had to get off because it happened yeah, a couple I weeks ago. Yeah, and then I Someone can't believe that I had to... The... In the, yeah. the, 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 what's it called? The system on the train where yeah. you can, the PA system, yeah. I, I guess it's called, like for Jewish people to get off or they would like that's explode horrible. a train. And that I am 100% sure has nothing to do with like. Yeah, that's true. Well, 100% can never know. Like, and, and that's something that she really opened my eyes to it because I dragged mm-hmm. the conflict into the conversation. She said, but why can we never have a conversation about what's happening to me and my people without that conflict being dragged into it? Because they have experienced this for centuries. And that's also that I'm trying to be more mindful of when I'm talking about the level of um, hate they receive that to not always drag the conflict into it, that to see it as two separate things. Yeah, of course. But I said that because you mentioned like that the, area where we, yeah, yeah, yeah. the area where we live and I'm just speaking again, I'm not part of that community, but uh, that's what I've um, noticed or mm-hmm. um, seen is that for that group, it stems from that. But then there's also another group who also... Yeah, um, neo-Nazis and stuff like that. You know, but yeah, those are the right movements who are... But they're back. all popping up yeah. now because they feel safe. They feel like mm-hmm. like supported to come out. Mm-hmm. Also at the, the, the capital, the, the issue that happened now, the incident, we saw people wearing like a sweatshirt. Yeah, it's with, all part of it. Yeah. Just, with, what was it? With the... Um, white power. Or yeah, like and like uh, the... The swastika. The swastika as well. Like it's insane. But basically my entire point was just that she already experienced that level mm-hmm. of feeling that she had to think twice of where to oh, go yeah. and like how to feel like I was just walking down the street and it but just I, hurt me that people that I love have to think about this twice and then you have to actually Google before you go on a trip and this mm-hmm. is also very Yeah, but I think that in, in conversations about racism and stuff like that, we don't talk about those things because I think those are the things that are more annoying. It's not about people, like even if people don't, um, how do you say, like, uh, I forgot the word, um, like cash you out oh, yeah. or like tell to go back to your country besides that mm-hmm. but if you grow up, if you grow up here as a minority you feel unsafe like for me at this point i'm older and i'm more confident i know more stuff like i don't really care i care enough but i'm yeah. like you know what i know where the fuck i'm from so <laughs> if it goes down then i'm going back like i don't care but the just the thought of how i felt as a child and the thought of my siblings were still small yeah having to go through that having that anxiety also because it is anxiety it's nothing else it's just that like what is anxiety like you're always scared about something happening you're and always you, on edge and like trying you, to be yeah. in control yeah it's it's the same as in as in you walk into um there's a difference if you're like maybe a white person you walk into a room full of black people 
you do not feel I don't think you should feel unsafe because I do think a lot of people feel unsafe because of because of the, because of the, racism because of their prejudice yeah the prejudice but not based on, on facts no like, not based on facts you know but yeah. black people they feel uncomfortable because they know someone facts. is yeah. gonna say something that makes them feel uncomfortable or that just makes them feel like you're not part of it or just or a look yeah, yeah. you know so you're always like okay Maybe I'm just maybe it's just me. I think about it too much, but I think that other well, you find memes <laughs> like yeah. where everyone apparently feels the same. So I don't yeah, think it's, it's just you. Yeah. It's so you. yeah, yeah. So I, that's the thing that just makes me because you grow up, you forget about it, you move, you move on with your life. There are, there are also good things about life, but oh, it's just I'm there. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's too bad that you have to have that experience. You have to go through that, and that's painful. And that's why I'm still like no. Like, I don't want my siblings to, to, to feel like that or yeah. to experience that. And it is um, the case. And it still have, and I'm still shocked. But I speak to them differently mm-hmm. uh, about it. But I feel like things are changing faster. Okay. And you feel that in your day-to-day experiences, like the little things? Uh, but also, the, 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 our next generation, yeah, but it's like speaking out of your experience as an immigrant, as an African, as a, you know? So what I personally notice mm-hmm. is that the new generation doesn't take shit you know, Gen Z. Um, Love that. And I just feel like things move faster because um, the change that, that we maybe felt or made or whatever happened in like 30 years, we could do it in like 15 years or in 10 years. So I do feel like... Like it's accelerating? Yeah, the change? that's okay. the word. So I think it's, it's, it's gonna... Because gonna of the change. internet as well? Exactly. Yeah. Social media, yeah. I love you. Social <laughs> media, yeah. Social media, having access to information, having access to see other people, how they live... Um, and also like I think uh, black people the youth just being comfortable with themselves more I would like to already thank you for staying with us through our very first episode Sandra yes. we did it we still have no name we still have no name we should not tell them that so we can pretend we, we know Let's by now <laughs> no yeah we still don't have a name um, but we will have one when this is coming out because we are obliged to type in a name for iTunes. Yes. <laughs> I really hope my voice is so, like okay. Uh, I'm not even going to say like follow us because we don't even know if our social media n- names are going to be the same. But yeah. at least our personal ones are going to be the same. So we have Miss yeah, I like okay. to poop next to my boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God, don't brand me like that. I'm never going to be it after this. You're going to ruin me. So do you want to give them your social? Um, Instagram? Yes, at Sajo Chem. Maybe you should spell that. S A D J O. I hate saying the J in English. T H I A M. Yeah, those are always the hard ones. I and A. So mine is um, at Elizabeth Puglia, but Elizabeth. Is that how you say it? Puglia. Yeah. Puglia. I always said Puglia. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I always everyone. Said the G. It's Puglia. Like, so hard. the U is U. G and L when there is like uh yeah. audio, it's always like you don't you ah, don't know you don't pronounce a G. G. Okay. And then when there is an I after the L, it's like a J. So okay. Ah, okay. So back to my social, so you can all start liking my selfies at Elizabeth with an S and T H Puglia P U G L I A.